Welcome to Me Time, the podcast for women in midlife who've been taking care of everyone else and now say, it's my turn to take care of me. I'm Kim Aceto, health and self-care coach for women in midlife and your host. Thank you for spending your precious me time with me right now. Enjoy the show. Okay, so today I am here with Rebecca Livingston. Let me tell you about Rebecca. Diagnosed with rheumatoid arthritis at a very young age, Rebecca developed a big imagination and an intense resilience that have served her well throughout her entire life. Armed with over 40 years of experience in the wellness world and the knowledge that nothing is impossible, Rebecca is now a successful business and vitality coach. She's also created the Ignite Women's Conference Series and is a best-selling author. She is living proof that with hard work, determination, and the right support, you can achieve anything. Passionate about bringing this message to the world, Rebecca coaches women on how to heal their relationship with themselves and take their own wellness to the next level. Now calling Rural BC home, Rebecca loves lists, high performance organization, Earl Grey tea, and biking across continents from the comfort of her living room. Rebecca, welcome to the Me Time Midlife podcast. Hello, Kim. Thank you. Thank you for having me this morning. <laughs> what a fun bio to read. I love that. <laughs> So um, let me start with the question I ask every first time guest, uh, which is what do you enjoy doing during your me time? And maybe some of that was answered in the bio, but please tell us more. Yeah. So I am privileged to live in, like I said, rural BC along the Columbia River. It is called the mighty Columbia for a reason because mm. it is it, it has an energy all to itself. And I've discovered that I feel energized when I go and sit by the river. And I, I literally live a stone's throw away from it. And I have a spot where I go that's pretty isolated. And I just hang out there whenever I need to really recharge. So that is something all seasons. It's beautiful. It never freezes over. It's always flowing. There's always birds and wildlife hanging around. So that's probably my biggest thing. But I also, like I said in my bio, I bike across continents from the <laughs> comfort of my living room. <laughs> right. So I have How's found, that possible? <laughs> yeah. Well, I have found along my own healing journey that um, stationary biking is the way that I keep in shape and I keep in shape physically, mentally, emotionally. And so I set a really big goal for myself at the beginning of the year where I want to go. Um, my first one was biking across Canada, which I did in 2019. And I just keep track of my miles and I have charts because I am, like I said, I'm super organized and it makes me feel good to watch my progress. And so, yeah, I've biked across Canada. I've biked the length of Africa. I've biked some in the States and I just make a, make a chart from my mileage and away I go throughout the year. Oh, I love that. I love that. And, you know, I thought you were going to say that you had some fancy Peloton bike and, <laughs> you know, or some kind of, you know, bike that actually did that for you. But I mean, this is really great for listeners to hear that you don't need anything special necessarily to 
like create goals for yourself to get motivated and to inspire yourself to keep going and, and, you know, reach your, your goals. You just have to have, like you said, well, I said in your bio, you have to have an imagination, right. Yeah. And use it to motivate you. Yeah. Yeah. I'm on my second bike. I actually um, really, yeah. Too many miles, huh? Too many miles. So I'm on about 20,000 miles on this current bike. And I just like, please, please keep going. So yeah, it's simple. It's one of those ones that like moves your arms as well. Mm -hmm. And it keeps track of my mileage and my time. And I never look at calories because I that's not the point. But yeah, it's simple. And it's it is pretty low tech. That's great. That's great. I love it. I mean, we're going to be talking about health and wellness stuff, but I love the fact that you don't look at the calories. Instead, you look at your progress. Um, so that's something that I think is really important to remember um, when you're tracking your progress is to focus on um, the actual, like the behaviors that you're doing, right? Like the actual things that you're accomplishing versus the outcome of it, because maybe you're not seeing, you know, weight loss, or you're not seeing, um, changes on the outside of your body, but changes are happening on the inside. Your performance is improving and you're making progress. So focusing on those behavioral, um, goals versus the outcome, I think is really important to keeping your health and fitness journey going. You know what I mean? Yes. I absolutely 100% agree. And it's about how I feel. And it's like, I love feeling strong and I love feeling like I accomplished something. So even just this morning, I was, I got up a little bit earlier and cause I'm like, I want it. I know how I feel. I'm energized for the day. And so I made sure that I got my 90 minutes of biking in before we sat down this morning. Wow. So yes, it's it, good for and you. I have, yeah. Thank you. So, and for me, it's not just about the physical it is about the discipline and the just all I have this concept that I coined it's called collateral benefits and you usually start with one goal like one outcome of a goal or a dream in mind and on the journey so many other unexpected things come along to you so when I started my wellness journey I was like well I want to get feeling better in my own body and And mostly we think of that as a physical thing, but for me, it was healing my emotional scars and my mental scars and my spiritual scars. And I just, I was like, wow, so many unexpected things are coming from me. And so I was like, it's almost like the opposite of collateral damage. And so (laughs) I just was like, yeah, it's collateral benefits that just come from working on something and it spills over into all areas of your life because we're just, we're holistic and it's not, none of our, our areas are separate. They all work together to make us a, a whole vi- vital, healthy wellness person. Absolutely. Absolutely. Totally all connected and exercise just has so many, I mean, all, all you know, different areas, of course, you know, what you eat, you know, is this connected oh, to yes. so many different things, you know? Um, whether you are active or not, you know, that, that all it connects. So I love it. I love it. I love your focus as well. And, um, and uh, just listeners to let you know, it is seven 30 in the morning, which means Rebecca did 
get up to do 90 minutes of you, you can, you can all do the math. I don't know, <laughs> but, but also I wanted to, I wanted to say though, Rebecca, I mean, cause we are, we have started the podcast. We are talking about um, how to end the year strong. And yes. um, you know, we're, we're now approaching uh, the last three months of the year. Um, October begins tomorrow. Um, and so we're going to have a conversation around this, but why I bring up you, you know, waking up at whatever time that was to do 90 minutes of exercise before we met for our podcast at seven 30 this morning, something I want to point out is that, um, it's important that we, you listeners, you know, don't compare ourselves to other people's journeys. I think that's really important because I don't want listeners who are maybe, uh, you know, having a hard time right now, uh, getting their exercise going again, maybe um, mm-hmm. feeling like they need to get up at four o'clock in the morning and, you know, exercise the way Rebecca exercises. And, you know, it, and it, we, we are all on our own journeys and we're all at different places and stages on that journey. So, you know, wherever you are, that's the right place to be. And that's the right place to get going again. So, um, you know, if anyone's feeling like, oh my gosh, in order to get in shape, I got to wake up at four o'clock in the morning, like Rebecca. No, this is Rebecca's Mm -hmm. journey. We all have our own journeys. Would you agree Um, with that? Oh, absolutely. Can I share a a minute where I actually started? Please. That would be wonderful. So I like in my intro, Kim said that I was diagnosed with juvenile arthritis at a really young age. And I won't go into all of that, but when about 15 years ago, when I, 20 years ago now, when I started, it was a choice. And I was like, I don't want to live like this anymore. And so my dad had bought me my first stationary bike, which I have since, you know, biked into the ground. I bet. And I was in such bad, I was in such a bad space when I made that decision. Um, I looked at my bike, like it was Mount Everest and it, it, I looked at it for a long time before I actually even got on it because I knew it would hurt. Like none of my joints worked. And I knew that it even climbing on that bike would hurt. And so it took me a while to mentally like, just get on it, just sit on it. And it hit and it hurt. And my first goal was to go around 100 rotations, moving my legs and my arms 100 times. And I remember getting on it, I'm just 100 times. And how long does it take to go around 100 times? And what was your resistance? Did you have any resistance or no resistance? I didn't, I didn't have any Mm -hmm. resistance Mm -hmm. because I was like, I just wanna move it, move my joints 100, times and it hurt and I cried and I'm like this is horrible this sucks I want to just get off and not do it but I I was like if I want to heal myself I need to start somewhere so Mm -hmm. I did I went around 100 times and it took probably five minutes to do that Kim and now I so it was a journey so it has taken me so long now I bike a hundred rotations in about a minute and I bike for 90 minutes straight I went 33 miles this morning so I am a kind of a tough love coach because I know it is all about where you start and and it is such a journey and so it's like just 
start is what I tell people. It doesn't matter where you are and you don't compare to anyone else because it has taken me 20 years to get to this point of trial and error and starting out so slow, but with a determination to do it and keep going. Right. And 20 years later, would you say, Rebecca, that it's been worth it? Oh, I just turned 50 in May, Kim, and I am healthier, happier, stronger than I've ever been since I was probably eight years old. And I haven't even peaked. Like so many of my friends are like, oh my gosh, how do you get up? How do you have the energy? Especially with your diagnosis. Like I have, I like, I still have arthritis, but it's like, it's a mental game. It's a physical game. And I, I'm just so excited to start diving into like, what can we do in the last three yeah. months of 2021? Right. So. right. Oh my gosh. I feel like I can, I, I just want to talk to you about the arthritis and that journey, but yeah, let's, let's um, give listeners what we promised, which is yes. let's talk about why the last three months of the year are a really good time because you and I, when we had our pre-interview, we talked about Um, what we're going to talk about. And this was something that we both really resonate with and we wanted to share with the audience. So um, let's talk about that. Why is this the last three months, October, November, December, like a really good time to put effort into your health and wellness goals? Oh, I I actually love the end of the year more than the beginning of the year. And because January is all about like the hype and and you're generally not feeling great because you might've indulged a little bit over the holidays, but you're like, I'm going to do it. It's a new year. And like you flip that calendar and you're super pumped. And how many of us have that momentum by even, you know, Valentine's day. Right. And oh, so that. like the, the <laughs> Yeah. yeah. Sometimes way before that. Yeah. Right. Way before, if you get to Valentine's day and you're still motivated, wow, you're doing something yeah. right. It's but true. Like it's the, it's the end of the year, like when fall and autumn is starting to come and everything is really starting to shut down. Like that's when I'm like, let's finish strong. Like I love to end the year better than I started the year. I'm getting oh. close to my goals. I'm, I'm a, goal geek. I can't remember if I told you that in my, in our pre-call, but it's like, what, how can I stretch myself? How can I push beyond my comfort zone and really stretch and see what I'm capable of? And these three months are the magic time where you can really look back. And it's not about beating yourself up, Kim. It's really like, not about, oh my gosh, like I had a goal in January and I, now it's September, October, and I fell off the wagon. So now I'm just going to coast and try again in January. It's not about shaming. It's not about blaming or it's just, how can I finish this year really ready to crush 2022? So, um, and like we said, start where you're at. And I don't even like to start things on Monday, It uh, on a Monday. It's like, oh, it's Thursday. <laughs> Let's start t- today, right? Right, right. Yeah, I mean, absolutely. Like there's no perfect time to start. And I think that's where a lot of people, you know, get it wrong is where, you know, they they make 
they say, I'm going to start when I get back from my vacation, or I'm going to start January 1st, I'm going to start on a Monday, you know, we create these like, times that are just and and dates that are just not, they have no, you know, there's no reason for them. Um, and we know, like, the earlier you start, the better, right? Um, and it was really great that you shared that you are peaking now. You haven't even peaked and you're 50, right? (laughs) And it's important for listeners to know that you can continue to get, to get to be your healthiest and your fittest at 55, 60, 65, 70, like they're like, you can, it's not about your age. I think it's really important that people understand that. Um, and, and here's the thing, um, Rebecca, I want to ask you, um, you know, this, this time of year, it can be really hard, right? Because we have, you know, in the summer, the sun's out, we may be more active. Um, but once the fall comes, like I'm looking outside right now, it's drizzling. Um, it's going to start getting cooler. It's going to get cold. It's going to get freezing. Um, those times of the year aren't the easiest to, exercise, right? It's more like we feel more like we want to be inside. We want to cover up. We want to be cozy. We want to be warm. We kind of just want to go in. Right. Um, so how do we do that during this time of year? How do we get ourselves going and, and so disciplined and determined like you are? I love that. Like right now I'm, I knew this was not a video call and it was like, okay, it doesn't (laughs) matter how I look. So I literally have on my robe and I'm wrapped in a blanket and because I was like hot and sweaty and, and like, how can I just like get going on this without, you know, looking my best, but it's, so I love that because I am all about the cozy, like October when pumpkin spice things come out, that's like my favorite. And so that's another reason that I really look forward to this time of year because it is cozy and I love to bring out my sweaters and I'm not much of a walker because my feet aren't really meant at this point in my life for walking and um, that's why I bike, but I, I love just getting outside anyway and bundling up and, and an exercise doesn't really have to be outside like we live in our world right now that um it's virtual and you can pick your exercise of choice like mine was biking but there's so many things out there that you can do from the comfort of your home and again it's starting where you are you can get like those stretch bands and start moving when you watch like a movie at night when you're snuggled up on the couch instead of just sitting there for the whole entire movie, maybe move for five minutes every 30 minutes with your bands or like there's so it's thinking outside the box when the weather might not be cooperative when it's cold and it's snowy and it's drizzly. But if you really want to make something happen, you make it happen and you look, you don't look at all the things that can get in your way. You look at how you can still make it work and get your movement in and you will be amazed if you do it consistently how much you feel better and those collateral benefits will be like I actually love moving a little bit when we watch a movie because then I feel like wow I did something and then have your popcorn right Mm -hmm. (laughs) 
right? Yeah. I mean, and again, like going back to what I said in the very beginning, you know, you, you got to focus on, you, I just, I just really, really suggest not focusing on the outcomes, not doing too much of that, looking in the mirror and, and noticing any changes, stepping on the scale to see, to see if it went down or stayed the same or anything like that. I love that collateral benefits idea of just the focus this last three months of the year, I think needs to be on feeling better because when we feel, when we, when we work out, even if it's something small, like stretching or using the stretch bands, you know, I was going to say during commercials, but I don't think there's really commercials. <laughs> we don't watch commercials really anymore. Right. But, um, you know, using the stretch bands, just having a little bit of movement makes you feel better. And when you feel better, you make better choices, you sleep better. All of these things contribute to your health and wellness, and they all help you in turn look better and lose weight and do all of the things that you are hoping to do, right? So I love how the focus, again, Rebecca, with what you're talking about is, is on how you feel. Now, Rebecca, you are a person that everybody can hear uh, who's very energetic, very motivated, inspired. Like I can just see you leading a class or leading a, you know, some kind of a exercise session. Um, what about the woman who's not so, you know, excited about movement like you are? Um, you know, how can, how can she kind of get herself going without maybe, you know, having that same zest that, that you bring, it seems to each day. Yes. I love that question because I get that I am not like, like I don't relate to people all the time on a physical level. So that's why it's being a well-rounded and knowing that everything is connected um, and so when I do, cause I have lots of clients who are just like, yeah, yeah I'm never going to bike across Africa. I'm never, you know, and that's fine because wellness is not just about the physical. And so what I suggest for people is like, where are you in all areas of your life? Um, like not just the physical, but like mental and emotional and how is your relationships and how do you how do you nurture yourself? What do you do during your me time? And so it's, it's really where you are and what you want to focus on. And it's, it's like, well, maybe I'm motivated to um, be a better mom or be a better partner or um, really take some better care of myself um, put not putting myself last as women always tend to do. So it's, it's whatever, wherever you're at. And I, I know that when you start to lift yourself and rise yourself in one area, it, it spills over. And so I'm a huge advocate for just where are you in your life? What areas do you want to work on? Because I get that not everyone is going to get up and bike or go to the gym or go swimming. So it's really what you want, what area you want to focus on and improve in your own life and start there, um, whatever it may be. If you want to start a gratitude journal, because you're like, you think, man, I need to appreciate what I have more in my life. I suggest get a notebook, get a fun notebook from the dollar store or from Amazon or a journal 
and start writing down what you appreciate during your day and start there. So it does not have to be physical at all, but it, it, it does generally end up um, you want to improve all aspects when one aspect starts to really shift. Mm-hmm. Right. And all of these things make us happier. Like exercise makes us happier because it releases all these feel good endorphins and we feel better. We feel accomplished and that's wonderful. But we have to realize too, that again, health and wellness. Um, and I've said this in a previous podcast, I think recently, it's not just about fitness alone. It's not just about nutrition alone. Like it is so many things we've seen during COVID um, that our, our social interactions, our relationships, um, how we spend our time, how we feel about ourselves, how we feel about uh, you know, our, uh, the work that we do, if we have purpose and meaning in our lives, you know, if we have hobbies, uh, you know, all of those things contribute to our overall health. So if you don't want to start with exercise, you don't have to start with exercise, which is what I love about what you said. Start with something else. Start with gratitude. Gratitude will spill over into your relationships and into maybe your own life and wanting to take care of your own self because you've discovered gratitude about your own body and it's and what your body can do for you. And I'm sure, Rebecca, when um, you, know, you just got started on that, uh, on your stationary bike a long time ago, um, you know, it was not easy. It was not easy, but there were still things you could be grateful for about your body, um, that you, that you had that, you know, you could still appreciate. Mm-hmm. Uh, yes. I was going to say totally, absolutely. So true because it is like, if you look for things to be grateful for, you will find them. And if you look for limitations, you will also find right. them. Yes. Yes. And it's, it's there, whatever you're looking for, Mm -hmm. you will find. Absolutely. Right. Right. I remember my mentor, um, he told me one time something that always stuck and I bought a journal that's that said it on the front too, but, um, what you focus on expands. So, you know, again, focusing on your limitations, that's going to expand focusing on what's not going right in your life. That's going to expand, but focusing on what is going right and what you're doing well at, you know, focusing on building on those strengths that you already have, not starting with the things that are the hardest for you, but starting with the things that you're already doing kind of okay, you know? Yes. Um, And build, build on that. Build on those. Absolutely. Oh my gosh, Rebecca. I feel like we just barely, barely, I, I even have my finger up, like barely scratched the surface of what we could talk about right now, but hopefully listeners got to take, um, something away from, from what we shared today. Um, and I want to thank you so much, Rebecca, for coming on. What a great uh, personality to talk to this morning, you know, again at seven 30 in the morning. Um, I haven't done my workout yet, but <laughs> I will, I will. And, um, I'm going to put your website in the show notes as well as your Facebook page. And then you have a gift for, uh, people listening, a wellness and vitality snapshot. You want to take a minute to share what that is? Yes. Thank you for that. I love, um, like, so I think that there's basically five aspects to our overall health and wellness and vitality, physical, emotional, mental, spiritual, and relational. And it's how they all interact together. Like Kim was just saying. So I've created a four page PDF, like Kim said, called the wellness and vitality snapshot. 
And just to keep it shorter, I've just focused on the physical, mental, and emotional aspects of our wellness. And it's a checklist um, about some physical things, mental and emotional, and you can check them off and see where you're at. It's basically a really powerful self-assessment tool. If you're like, I don't know what to focus on for the last 90 days. Well, this snapshot will give you a really good idea about where you should maybe start. And so it, it goes through the, the, the checklist. And then it also, the last page goes into goals. Like you look at where you're at and where you want to go. And it really gives a, um, a really succinct breakdown of what your goals might be going into the last 90 days of the year, because that's basically what October, November, and December are. So I would love to um, include that in the show notes. If anyone wants to use this really tangible, I'm all about what can we do today? What can I leave you guys with the listeners that can really help you do something about all these things that we talked about today? And it does have my confirmation, I mean, my, my um, contact information on there. And if you do this tool and you want to go one step further, it's also I offer um, a 30-minute complimentary one-on-one -on -one laser coaching to just go a step further. It's no obligation, no strings attached. It's just like, how can I help you set yourself up to really go far in these last 90 days? Great. I love it. And Rebecca, for listeners who um, maybe they don't hear this episode until November or December, um, would the wellness and vitality snapshot still apply? Totally. Cause okay. it is, Great. it's, it's, it doesn't have a timeline. Like, so there's no 90 days attached to it or anything like that. It's, it's really where am I at and where might I want to go and how awesome. to get there. So awesome. yeah. Great. Well, thank you so much, Rebecca. I really enjoyed talking with you this morning. And listeners, I hope you do something today. Anything, something small would be wonderful. Yes. Start where you're at. And <laughs> Start where you're so at. Thank you. If you find the Me Time Midlife podcast valuable, there are many ways you can support it. The best way is to simply tell your midlife friends about it. It also helps the show's visibility if you rate and review it on iTunes, Stitcher, or simply directly in your Apple Podcasts app if you listen to the show that way. And if you want more me time in your life and continue the conversations we have on the show with other women on a similar journey, consider joining our Me Time Midlife Community on Facebook. Simply search for Me Time Midlife Community in your Facebook search bar or go to metimemidlifepodcast.com to learn more. Thank you again for listening. And until next time, remember, you've been taking care of everyone else. It's your turn to take care of you.